Hello, strong, feisty women. Some of you may recognize my voice. I'm Celine Yeager, host of the Hit Play Not Pause podcast. Throughout my career as a professional health and fitness writer and now a podcaster, I hear countless questions from women who are trying to understand how their ever-changing hormones impact their sports performance. So we decided to serve up some answers in a brand new series called Hormonal that we will be releasing on the Feisty Women's Performance Podcast feed. Throughout this four-part series, reproductive endocrinologist Dr. Carla DiGirolamo and I will be tackling topics like periods, the pill, pregnancy, and conditions like PCOS, all from the perspective of sports performance. If you aren't already, follow the Feisty Women's Performance Podcast and stay tuned for our first episode releasing on April 15th. Also, have questions you want answered? Send us a voice note at speakpipe.com slash hormonal and we'll get it answered on the show. You are listening to the Girls Gone Gravel podcast, a podcast for women who are chasing epic and everyday adventures on their bikes. We are a production of Live Feisty Media and hosted by Christy Moan and Katherine Taylor. Happy post-Thanksgiving, Christy. <laughs> Post-Turkey Day. Yes. And you just told me you did not have turkey. No, we had chicken. <laughs> and chicken soup. Yes. Chicken noodle soup was our Thanksgiving uh, meal for this year. And it was glorious. Uh, that sounds love great. Some good chicken noodle soup. Yeah, it was good. Uh-huh. It was good. How about you? Uh, I, I've been gone for 10 days. <laughs> As I messaged you on Tuesday morning, I was like, uh, so I don't think I'm going to make it back for the podcast recording because I was on a private jet. You were on a private jet, which we make fun of you on the. (laughs) I love it. I'm going to have to listen to the recording. You're going to have to listen to this one because you didn't, you didn't join for the podcast, but, uh, for the recording because you were on a private jet. So of course, private jet. Yeah. None of us felt sorry for you. (laughs) You shouldn't. You shouldn't. <laughs> People listen last week. My friend Katie who actually did the intro with me because I for, totally forgot to invite you. Um, <laughs> she, her husband's family is her husband's family has a he's a builder and they have done very well for themselves and they've always flown planes mm-hmm. and like they flew Martin Luther King Jr. Like the dad flew Martin Luther King Jr. Oh, that's amazing. And then when the George Floyd funeral happened, they flew Martin Luther King III up to the George Floyd funeral. So for her 40th birthday, they took us on the private jet to New Mexico. And I was so sad I didn't have my gravel bike there. Although (sighs) not a gravel bike type of trip. This is more of a tequila type of trip. Well, you know, you gotta have those too. Yeah, yeah. But have you ever ridden in New Mexico? Yes, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. And it seems like it would be awesome. Like riding for this time of year, some of the past we were on, I was like, I would not want to be on this in the summer. So just be hot. <laughs> yes. Hot, hot, hot it. Yes, for sure. It gets warm. Yeah. So, yeah. But it's beautiful. Yeah. So, so my trip, I was gone, like I said, for 10 days, my trip, I landed, we went, um, this is just as the, the description of the trip. So all you need to know. We, I land on the, the regular plane in Atlanta, Delta Airlines. My friend Katie picked me up. We went and got tequila shots. 
the trip ended with tattoos on the way to the airport. So we have done <laughs> tequila shots and tattoos. Tequila and tattoos. They go, they go hand in hand. So. so I'm now sporting a new tattoo. That's awesome. Where, where is it? It's on the top of my foot. It's just a little Ouch. paper airplane. It didn't hurt. It was, uh. I mean, it stung a little, but it's so small. It didn't really hurt. I don't have any, like I have four tattoos, but none are like major pieces. They're all tiny. They're not big. Yeah. But um, all five of us got tattoos. Um, We were, (laughs) we had literally called for some reason, somebody got in their mind, like it might've been Katie or one of our other friends, we should get a tattoo to commemorate the trip. And so this was like Monday, we were leaving Tuesday morning. So we start like trying to find tattoo parlors. We were in Taos at that point. Nobody can take us in. Like nobody's like, (laughs) it was like, you're crazy. Yeah. So we start calling um, tattoo parlors on the way back from Taos. And they're like, oh, the plane, like we got to the airport a little late. The plane's going to be there a little late. We're like, score. We have half another half hour. They're like, oh, we're going to stop in Texas to get gas because it's cheaper. So we're not going to be there for until noon. We were supposed to leave at 10. We were like, score. We've got two hours. So <laughs> on the drive back, we're driving through this canyon in and out of cell service. I mean, Katie must have called 10 places and the final guy was like, yeah, I'll do it. Um, so it like, this was a really good business opportunity, right? You're like five tattoos. He was there less than an hour. I think we were there 40 minutes total. Cause we all got the same tattoo in and out. And he made like 450 bucks off of us. Boom. <laughs> I was like, somebody understands this business opportunity and other people don't, but, um, yeah, and it was our friend Carrie's very first tattoo. Well, that's awesome. Well, I'm glad you took some time for yourself. That's, that's, uh, I'm sure you needed it. Yeah. Yeah. It was really nice. I, I don't feel like I've had that time to shut down like completely for since I started working for Feisty <laughs> for over <laughs> a year, um, which is great. We always have a lot of things going on, but it was just really nice to be in a place where we can. And we've got a lot coming up. Like if people are, um, listening, uh, we have the 12 days of feisty going on. So there's 12, uh, starting actually Monday. So you'll hear this Tuesday, but there's a deal every day. And some are from like our sponsors, like inside tracker, JoJ bars is going to do a really good deal. Nice. Um, some are from like our partners, like you can get some deals on Dr. Stacy Sims courses on days. And then we're going to have a deal on something real, real special that we're announcing in the gravel world a week from That's exciting. podcast comes out. So everybody um, to join us, we're going to do a little live podcast recording next Monday and tell y'all what's going on. That sounds awesome. What do you think it is, Christy? You know. I, I have no idea. <laughs> you totally know. I totally know. Um, well, speaking of uh, things opening, that's why we have uh, Kate and Sarah. No, Susan. Sorry, Kate and Susan. Okay. I was like, who did you interview? Susan and Kate. I'm so excited they, to listen to this interview because they've been such great supporters since the mm-hmm. very beginning of the podcast launching. Like they've been advocates. And I actually was sitting at Unbound, was standing. Um, if you hear something in the background, that's my dog drinking her water. <laughs> uh, they were standing beside me at the first um support stop at Unbound. And they were like, are you Catherine? And I was like, yeah. And so they told me who they were and they're just so fantastic and really 
working on creating equity in sport. And um, you got to hear all about their brand new event that's coming up. Yes. And they're opening that on Friday. So um, everybody can get signed up. There's a lot of stuff going on, but um, you know, we talked about it. Um, I I, I just think it's it's a really cool concept and it's going to be something different. Um, And it's really, you know, family community focused. So I think that's going to be super fun. Awesome. I can't wait to hear your first solo interview. <laughs> I think I did. All right. I was a little nervous. I, you, you did so great when we did the ones, um, the live interviews, you did fantastic. I know. Oh, well, thank you. Well, well, everybody should tune in and listen. So all right. hear me well, flying solo. <laughs> we'll stop blabbing and we'll get on to Christy's interview. Christy, have you ever been out riding and stopped at a sketchy gas station and been like, eh, I want to go in but I don't know what to do with my really expensive, nice bike. Uh, Yes, that always stinks. Those situations are never fun. I know. And especially if you're by yourself and there's nobody to stay outside and watch the bike for you. Yeah, exactly. Like have to drive right by that nice cold (laughs) Coca-Cola or bag of potato chips. (laughs) Well, I have a feeling we have a way to fix that. We do. We have a brand new podcast sponsor. Auto lock. Auto lock. So Auto Lock is a company that creates these great locks. They're cinch locks. So they're small, lightweight, and easy to carry. And they all have combination lock codes. So you can put it in your bike bag. You could even just leave it strapped around your seat post. And it just makes it easy to lock your bike to anything or even somebody else's bike. It's ideal for theft deterrent. Um, All the locks have Kevlar in them. So they're really hard to cut. And... I think it's just great to have an option wherever you are to always have a lock with you. Yep. And the cool thing is, is they're giving all of our listen listeners a chance at 25% off if you want to buy a cinch lock. Well, I think it's any of their locks on their website. Oh, that's awesome. So, that's even better. I know. Cause they also have that, um, you lock on there as nice. well. So if you need something more heavy duty, if you're riding around in a city, so you just go over to autodesignworks.com and you're going to get 25% off at checkout and free shipping for us customers only. If you use the code girls gone gravel at checkout, again, it's autodesignworks.com and 25% off with girls gone gravel at checkout. Auto-lock, hide it in your sock, take it around the block. Hey friends, Catherine here. And I want to invite you to join our girls gone gravel adventures team. Whether you're preparing for your first big bike trip, lining up at a starting line, or just learning to clip in for the first time, it's more fun with a community to cheer you on. This team is a non-competitive team focused on creating a supportive space for cyclists of all levels. We want to make it easy to find the resources you need. So here's what you're going to get. You're going to get a place to connect with like-minded cyclists. You're going to get opportunities to learn from experts like Kristen Legan, Scotty Lechuga, Laura DeCrescenzo, and more. And you're going to get discounts and early access to events and other fun things. So I hope you'll join us. Just check it out at girlsgonegravel.com backslash team. That's girlsgonegravel.com backslash team. Hope to see you there. Well, um, we've got a um, show today with just one host, but two guests. So we're still going to have three people chatting at everybody here for Girls Gone Gravel. Catherine um, evidently had some private jet excuse, which, um, you know, I'm like, I'm trying to feel sorry for her, but it's not working. (laughs) So I'm sure she'll get to tune in and listen to our, our chat today. And, um, 
get a good laugh out of the fact that we're making a little bit of fun of Catherine for celebrating her birthday on a private jet um, somewhere warm and exotic, oh. I'm sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> <Of course>. but, <laughs> but today we have um, Kate Dumas-Hine and Susan um, Cronin with us uh, from up in Nebraska. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. I can't, like, I think we're gonna have to have you say, like, your name before you start talking so people can kind of understand what voice is whose as we go through this because they don't get to see the video. So, um, yeah. but um, let's start with a little bit about um, who you are and um, what got you kind of into gravel. And then Susan, if you want to go first, put you on the spot. I guess um, I am Susan Cronin. I live in Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, I actually got into gravel because I was interested in riding cyclocross. And so I had a cyclocross bike and everybody does a lot of training on gravel and I am in Lincoln, Nebraska. So I am just super close to a lot of amazing gravel. So that's just kind of where it started. Nice. How about you, Kate? Hi, I'm Kate Dumas-Hine. Pretty similar to Susan. I had gotten into cyclocross and then Obviously, I'm in Nebraska, so I think something like 85% of our roads are gravel, which just makes it really easy (laughs) to hop on gravel roads. Um, But I've always been really drawn to the welcoming atmosphere that is gravel. And we also have gravel worlds in our state, so it's pretty easy to go do one of the big events right away. Get to hang out with the pirates. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Have Have you guys both done gravel worlds? Yes. Yes. <laughs> we have both done it and completed the, the, have you completed the 150 Kate? You have, haven't you? Yep. I did. Okay. I did finish. <laughs> yep. So we've both done the big one, the 150 nice. and completed it. So. Well, then you have your stripes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's such a great event up there. Um, I don't even know how many times I've been up to that event a lot. Um, it's always like nice and warm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's one way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Nice and warm and the Hills never disappoint. <laughs> so, <laughs> Nebraska, like Kansas, isn't flat. <laughs> so, it's, a, it's a misconception. Um, Susan, what do you do with your, with your daytime job? Like, So I work for champion system, um, doing just a little bit of everything. I help with the financial stuff. I serve as a backup for account managers, um, do like our event planning kind of along with Kate, help Kate with some of the marketing or help Kate proofread stuff. So I really do just a little bit of everything. (laughs) (laughs) Susan is the glue that keeps us all together. (laughs) Nice. And Kate, you're with Champion Systems too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm also champion system and I do anything media and marketing related is kind of what my umbrella falls under. Nice. We need to chat about uh, Unbound Gravel Major Taylor coming back next year too. So I need to yes, talk about do. that sometime. Yeah, that's going to be exciting. <laughs> I'm looking forward to 2022. Um, but we have you both on, I mean, obviously you ladies are doing a lot in the gravel space and, and working for a pretty forward thinking company, um, but you've got something special coming up. Uh, Kate, do you want to introduce that for us? Yeah, absolutely. So at Champion Systems, we've been dreaming of a gravel event for about two to three years now, I would say. We kept coming back to the drawing board and finally landed on what we're going to be throwing hosting in 2022 called Grounded Nebraska. 
Um, we're in a little creative with what we're calling it. We're calling it a gravel festival because it's not going to be just a bike ride. We're going to make it as enjoyable for non-riders. Well, maybe not enjoyable, but it's good. There's going to be things for non-riders and riders alike. Um, you can decide whether it's going to be more fun to take on the hills of Nebraska or spend the day hanging out doing yoga and kids activities and live music. Um, so while people are riding, there'll be a, like a whole festival going on for other people to be involved with. Our goal is to not just make it a bike race, um, but a community. And that's something that gravel really facilitates well. And obviously you as a spearhead of the gravel community has made a huge emphasis on that as it's grown over the last five to 10 years. I love that. Um, Susan, what, what are the distances that you guys are going to be offering? We're going to do 125 mile and then a 60 mile. It's possible if we can get ourselves organized, we might even offer a shorter distance later on, but we're trying not to take on too much for our first, first ah, event. Yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come out of the gate with 200. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you don't recommend that. Um, what else are you, you say you mentioned yoga. What are some of the other things, activities that you're going to have for the festival part? Yeah. So we're at a really unique venue and maybe you as a Midwesterner will be able to visualize okay. it, but it's a fall festival area. It's called Rokeberry Farm. They're just south of Lincoln. Oh. They're on a huge acreage out there. And they do a, they're a pumpkin patch. And so they, but it's like a pumpkin patch on steroids with, with theme park attractions and, you know, corn mazes and a train that goes around their property and all of this stuff. So the venue really facilitates itself for there to be things to do. So we'll be having, um, you know, we're going to do some family yoga. We're going to do a strider bike course for kids to be able to do. We have someone bringing in some arts and crafts to be able to decorate water bottles or do jersey drawings and all sorts of things like that. And we'll also be doing a fundraiser 5K um, since our venue, it runs right along a limestone trail. So we're going to be really trying to make this a full day of things for people to do, whether you're a cyclist or not. What's the date on it? June 25th. Okay. Maybe I'll do the 5k and do the festival. That is a great way to do that. (laughs) It's like, I'm like 5k and the festival. (laughs) Do some uh, apple bobbing. I miss that. (laughs) Did you guys ever do that as a kid? That may not be a very good COVID activity. (laughs) That's a really good call. You're right. That's (laughs) not a very good COVID activity. Gosh, Susan, now that you mentioned that, I'm thinking about that's actually kind of gross. Well, when you first mentioned it, I was like, oh, I used to love doing that. And then yeah. I thought, oh, that's everyone putting their mouth into a big tub of water. So maybe no. Yeah, I didn't. Th- I never thought about that when I was a kid. I'm like, I wonder how many. Ugh, yeah, that's a lot of germs. <laughs> so we'll find an alternative to there apple bobbing for you to do. <laughs> maybe one small bucket with one apple in it. And you, there you go. <laughs> Everyone has their own individual yeah. apple bobbing somehow. Yeah. Apple bobbing station <laughs> that gets rejuvenated after each after each bob. Um, no, I love this idea. I think you guys are really capturing something special with um, 
Well, I mean, with what, like you said, what gravel is, it's really a festival and it's really about community and, and, um, uh, highlighting that part of it. Um, looking back to when the very first unbound DK remembering, um, personally, the reason I loved it. And the reason that I got involved was that I could take my kids and mm-hmm. hang out at the checkpoint and meet other families. And, and that to me was what, you know, not only like made it family fun, but also <laughs> the weird thing is it actually inspires spouses and kids to potentially get active and ride a bike, which is a, you know, side benefit of, of something like this. Um, you guys also, when you're we talking, prepping for the call, you mentioned about the intersectional inclusion. Um, mm-hmm. Who wants to speak to that? Because I think that's really important. I'll let Kate do that. She really does a lot of our talking because <laughs> that's that's her that's what she does all day is our, our marketing. So she's she's always thinking the right words. So uh, I do a lot of the organizational. Uh, sort of background stuff. So I often will defer to Kate, but Kate, if you get tired of answering questions, just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> we make um, a good team. We support each other yes. well in this way. So I think we're touch base on it. Gravel rate. Oh, hold on a second. Kate, you're getting kind of weirded Back. out there. <laughs> Let's see. Susan might have to do the talking. <laughs> exactly. Okay. We've had this happen before on, a, on some uh, calls where she starts to, to answer and it kind of she gets goes all... away and then I and then I have to yeah <laughs> have to all finish right. answering so um we are doing a few different things um and one of them is having three genders for all for all events and all distances um and we think that's really important to represent people that are out there mm-hmm. um, and as a first year event we get the the ability to craft this however we want so we're going to start uh, with everything exactly how we want it so the three gender categories um, we will also be doing equity-based payouts meaning that the women's and non-binary gender expansive categories are going to get a 20 percent higher payout uh, than the, the men's category, which kind of reflects the, the gender pay gap right now. Um, we are going to make an effort to reach out to all those communities and let them know that they are really welcome here. We want them um, and we're doing everything in our power to make sure it's a safe space. And because Kate and I are white cis women in Nebraska, we have an advisory board of diverse people from all over the country are that are helping us make the decisions. So um, we have the benefit that we've had a lot of time to consult, to think of the way we want things and then ask a lot of questions. So that's kind of what formed the event. And then we're kind of building everything else around that. Awesome. Uh, you Kate, what's that? Yeah, she did. She, she <laughs> <crushed it. laughs> Boom, mic drop. We're in the show now. <laughs> um, Kate, what, what has been the response in the community when you've been reaching out and asking for advice? You know, I think, I think that the thing that really warms my heart is everyone just gets really excited because they feel seen. Mm-hmm. And they get excited, like I kind of get goosebumps talking about this. They 
it's this idea of, you know, build it and they will come. You, mm-hmm. you did something really similar with the 200 women for 200 miles campaign. I'll never forget that because it, you know, it filled up in no time at all. And oh, it's just kind of a similar idea of if we can create the space for this opportunity and then support these folks when they take advantage of that opportunity um, by just building an event and being really intentional about our structure of it, then that's, that's really all I want it to do. <laughs> we want people to be here and be welcomed and enjoy it and uh, feel safe coming, coming to our event. So that's been, you know, that's the overwhelming response is everyone's just really excited to feel seen and be heard and have someone putting in, um, you know, putting in the time to hear their, their feedback and their perspectives and build something for them. Well, honestly, it, it, uh, really warms my heart seeing you guys take this on and, and, and continue, you know, carrying it forward because it's, it takes the whole community to see these changes really come to fruition. Um, and it's awesome seeing you guys, you, you ladies take it from the ground up and make it happen. It's, it's awesome. Um, when do you guys open up registration? What's that looking like? We have registration <laughs> opening. <laughs> it's like I'm a drum roll was needed. <laughs> I'm really excited because it's, it's finally coming. Um, like I said, we've been talking about this for a while, but it's come, we're opening next Friday. Um, December 3rd is when registration will open and it'll nice. be open for all distances and all genders. Uh, the way, you know, the way we're structuring it is that we're kind of, we're splitting our slots uh, equally across the gender categories. So there will be kind of a held space for all three genders to show up and register as we move forward and go from there. Awesome. Um, is this, is, is this a champion systems initiative then, or event, or is this just the two of you bringing on a new gravel festival? It is hosted by champion systems. So, um, that's probably the best way to put it. Like we're just we're doing, we've wanted it to be a part of kind of the champion system family, but it is in its own operation and process as we move forward. Awesome. Cool. Um, Susan, you mentioned something about a mentor program. Yes. So one of the, the kind of, we consider ourselves having three different pillars. One okay. is the, the inclusiveness. The other is sort of the festival. And then the third is having this mentor program and what we'd like to do is try to support five athletes um, to train and then come to the event. Um, we would like a focus on hopefully rural and possibly younger athletes, as well as an LG, L, bleh, a BIPOC or an L, LGBTQIA plus person um, that basically will do uh, an application process uh, in our Kate and myself and the board will make the selections and then support these these five athletes to train and then come do the event. Um, So Kate likes to say, we are not looking to have a big gravel showdown of the same people that line up regularly, um, which there's nothing wrong with that. We just wanna try to focus on bringing in like other people to gravel so that we can kind of be building from the bottom up. I love that. Mm Um, what, um, what does the, the, the sponsorship include? You mentioned coaching. Yeah. 
So we'll full, our goal is to fully support these athletes, um, whether that means they need gear, travel, lodging, nutrition help, coaching, you know, we're trying to make it so that we're able to kind of support each of the athletes in their own unique needs, whether they need wheels or they need nutrition coaching or they don't. And, you know, kind of just build these programs for each of them. And the goal is to, the, the main goal of it is to also bring in mentors for these athletes. You know, research shows that it helps facilitate people getting into sports when they have accessibility, community, and mentorship. So we're asking, um, you know, some of our partners that we're working with, we're asking them if they would like to invite one of their sponsored athletes to mentor mm. one of these folks. So, you know, if we, you know, that, so that way these folks have a, a line and a relationship to someone who's in the industry and racing at a higher caliber and they have someone they can talk to and see what that looks like um, and move forward that way. I love that. One of our board members was a part of the Ride for Racial Justice. Mm -hmm. So he's a great uh, resource for somebody having been a part of one of those programs and kind of can tell us what he thought was great and what ended up, you know, not working out so well. So we're going to use a little bit of modeling from that just because Mm -hmm. we have have Derek as a resource. That's awesome. We did a similar program for the when we launched the RAD. Um, on a scholarship program for a lot of the BIPOC women, um, LGBTQIA plus audiences, and it's super successful. So it's good to see it hitting closer to home too. So, yeah. Um, where it, okay. So Rockberry Farms, where is that? Where's that located? It's 10 miles South of the heart of Lincoln. So, I mean, it's, it's a pretty easy jaunt. It's on the other side of Lincoln, then Gravel World, then Gravel World goes north, will be south. And there's actually a trail that runs straight from the heart of Lincoln right to Roca Berry Farm. Um, so it's very accessible in multiple oh, ways. Cool. Like a bike trail that runs? Yeah. Through? Oh, cool. Yeah, it's a, a limestone rails to trails conversion. And that trail actually goes all the way to uh, the state line. And I think maybe in maybe beyond into Kansas, maybe to Marysville. So it's, it's a, it's a, an old railroad, you know, Oh man, I'm going to totally check that out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sitting so here making the, the location couldn't be, yeah. The location couldn't be any better. So Can you camp at Rockberry farms. Yes. Christy's doing her event, like event schedule. While we're I'm going to start in Marysville, <laughs> bike back to Rockberry Farms, do the 5K yep, exactly. and have the festival. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to do <laughs> on-site camping. Like they have this huge open field that they're letting us. Oh, letting I'm us so jealous. In. That's, I want to do that at one of our events so bad is to have like a whole camping aspect of it because it's, it's, a, it's an accessibility thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's again, it's reducing the cost. Um, the cost barrier is by having camping available. Um, yeah, exactly. so what's your, how many people are you targeting to, to join the event this year? That was a million dollar question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we're we're gonna open up 500 spots at when we open registration next Friday. I, you know we don't really know what to expect as far as how quickly it'll fill, if it'll fill. Uh, you know we 
based off of other local events that have done this in first years, yeah, I think we can safely say 250 to 300 riders that will nice. we'll be holding slots for 500 and go from there and see if we want to open more if it sells out. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's always nice to have, you, you know, events. I, this is, I don't want this to sound wrong, but, but events that don't sell out right away. Cause it's, mm-hmm. it's, it gives you continually an opportunity to continue to invite people in, make them aware about what you're doing, educate them in the process, um, expand your audience, all of those things. Um, and you know, that's, I love that. I love being able to talk about, you know, you guys are going to have the opportunity to talk about your event, um, and what, and what your, what all these missions are, what these pillars are, which I think is going to be, I mean, yeah. that's where the conversations happen, right? Yeah. We're really excited for it. We were just talking about that today, actually, kind of our schedule of conversations over the next couple of months. And, you know, one of the things our one of our topics our board members brought up just like a couple of weeks ago was there's this added layer of inaccessibility with events, sometimes with events that sell out right away. They're all opening right now. They get expensive. (laughs) And and being having to plan for that this you know this time of year is really difficult so yeah you know it's kind of a blessing in disguise that you know we we probably won't be one of the ones that sells out in eight minutes and I mean if you do that's great but (laughs) if we do okay yeah exactly yeah yeah if we do and if we do we'll have (laughs) yeah and truly we don't want to turn away certain groups of people anyway so we will unless we get into a point where it's not manageable we won't really turn away registrations from several groups of people. So yeah, no, I, I understand that. I think it's, <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a love hate I have with all of that, you know, we have, <laughs> a, 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 you know, unbounds a lottery because it just, it's just the only way to do it. Um, mm-hmm. And like, there's, there's a, one day of the year that I absolutely hate. And it's the day that we have to send out the, the, the emails if, if you got it or you didn't, you know, um, and, yeah. and it's, I mean, I'm not like, that's, that's just part of what it is, but I think like, I've been looking, I've been looking at gravel as an ecosystem really. And, and, and really trying to understand, um, all the pieces and parts and players that are in it and, and, and how we best together move, move the community forward. Because I do think this is a space that is largely very inclusive. Of course, you have people that are closed-minded and whatnot, but I think generally speaking, we're in a space where people are very, very inclusive and very forward-thinking. Um, and at this point, you know, the small events are just as important as the big events. They all have their role, and um, and those healthy relationships. Um, between the events and then also between all of those participants are, are going to be what make makes gravel stay great. Yeah. That makes sense. I agree. <laughs> I love that idea of an ecosystem. I really do. Yeah. And kind of just having all the pieces work together. And we've had some great conversations with fellow event organizers and just sharing ideas and, yeah. uh, you know, normalizing the practices of having a non-binary gender expansive category yeah. and what does what does that look like it's more than just adding a checkbox it's how do we how do we support that and how do we move forward and just having all of those conversations <clears throat> all those conversations so we can move it forward 
And it's one thing to add those categories, but it's another thing to create the welcoming environment. Yep. Just because you, you know, throw out a social media post that you have that category doesn't mean a person is going to show up and feel welcome. So that's right. what we really are, are focusing on. I love that. I, I do think, you know, with, with the non-binary category added to Unbound this year, the best thing that happened was Abby not being at the award ceremony <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and them coming back Absolutely. the next day, you know, I mean, it really let us shine a light on that whole initiative in that community and really gave them a platform to use their voice. And yeah. And what, what an incredible person you ended up having because right? now are they are such a great voice in the cycling community and mm. have really found their sort of their spot. So yeah, oh. that just a beautiful sort of, you know, thing to happen. I, I was in tears more than once through that whole process. Cause it was just watching them, um, uh, with, with, uh, now their wife and their kids, their whole family there for that, for that ceremony, like, oh, you guys I can't oh, even put I words on it. Like it was just, <laughs> I was just like, thank you for not finishing fast enough to be here for awards. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I mean, I, Kate was saying she was listening to Abby's podcast, um, that they did with us. And honestly, it's our most listened to podcast. And I think for good reason. So that but. makes me so happy the, to the hear. First, yeah. The first time I really heard them talk a lot, they were on Pacey McKelvin's podcast. Oh, yeah. And I was like, they are so well-spoken. And I was like, you are the perfect like representative. Like it, you know, it's just fantastic. Yeah. And even though they're not on our advisory board, I've reached out to them just to ask a little just ask a few questions about mm -hmm. naming conventions when we went for the non-binary category and, you know, used, you know, gave us some, some input too. So, well, just a, a great individual. <laughs> <laughs> Cycling's going to drag the rest of the universe it. with us, whether they <laughs> like it or not. <laughs> so. Oh my gosh. I just, yeah. What a, what a great, what a great time to be making some cool changes for sure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah. so, um, Susan, what do you have planned for Thanksgiving? <laughs> um, it is always a, just a small, uh, deal for us. All of our family, both mine and my husband's lives in Indiana. So it's just us and our kids, um, which we love. So we just do a small Thanksgiving and, uh, usually go see a movie. I think we're going to go see the house of Gucci. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Lady Gaga, that's she's in that, right? Yes, she okay. is. <laughs> I love Lady Gaga. <laughs> yep. And Kate, what's on your docket? Uh, I'm doing a traditional family Thanksgiving for the first time in a long time, actually. Uh, the crew is converging on my grandparents' house for oh, Thanksgiving fun. Day, and it'll be it'll be a good a good one. Um, but. Other than that, just put a lot of food, hopefully some bike rides afterwards. <laughs> stretchy pants we'll come it. out. Stretchy pants <laughs> come out. If I'm being honest, my stretchy pants have been out since COVID happened. So. Oh, I know. <laughs> I put on jeans today for a meeting out of my house. And then as soon as I got home, they were, they were put back on. 
Like yeah. stretchy pants all the way. <laughs> all the way for the win. Um, okay. Where can folks find you, Susan, and the event? And then I'll get that from you too, Kate. Um, they can find the event first uh, on Instagram. It's grounded and is it grounded underscore any? I can't even remember, Kate. Grounded dot any. But just grounded, grounded Nebraska. Any. Yep. And then uh, they can find uh, our website, which is groundedne.com. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Susan C. Cronin. Um, also on Facebook, just under Susan Cronin. Yeah. I don't know how else. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Susan Cover the Grounded Nebraska platforms, but you can also find me on Instagram at Kate Dumas. Awesome. Okay. Well, I just followed Grounded NE. Cool. Looking forward to it. Well, um, I'm sure we'll, we'll put all of the link necessary links to in the show notes so people can find it all, all easy access there. Um, but I think we did okay without Catherine. We covered off on everything. I think we did great. (laughs) I mean, she's living it up in a private jet. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thanks ladies. Thank you, Christy. Thank you, Christy. Hey friends, we don't want chafing to keep you on the sideline from riding your bike. So we're bringing you some good news about chamois butter. Chamois butter has come on as one of the sponsors of the girls Gone gravel podcast. They've been making chamois cream for over 30 years and they've got tons of five-star reviews. So if you have ever been to your bike shop, you've probably seen that iconic purple and yellow tube. There are several different versions, including the original, the pH neutral, her, tingly Euro style, which I'm very intrigued by, <laughs> and coconut with certified organic ingredients. They've got a special for our Girls Gone Gravel listeners. You can head over to chamoisbutter.com and you get free shipping on any orders of two tubes or more. They also have really fun limited edition merch, which I've got their cool chamois butter sweatshirt. These things I wear this sweatshirt all the time. It's one of my favorites to wear. It's very soft and very warm. I could say if you get any of their chamois butter gear, you will definitely stand out in a crowd. When we were at uh, an event a couple of years ago, a guy had a chamois butter kit on and everybody knew who he was. Like everybody was cheering for him. So if you want to stand out, go over, get your two tubes of chamois butter, get your free shipping, and then find some cool swag and merch. Yep. I think that sounds like a great idea. Christy, do you know one thing that I'm really sick of? What is that? All the freaking trends in, that are coming out in wellness. Like, eat this, uh, avoid that. I don't even yeah, know where to start. I, yeah, I don't know where to start. I don't know who to trust. Yeah. But we have a new sponsor that I'm pretty excited about. Have you, have you yes. done your stuff? Yeah, I'm so stoked. Yeah. So Inside Tracker is our new sponsor and they're going to cut through all the noise and they're going to analyze our blood, DNA, lifestyle, and fitness trackers. And then we get personalized science-backed trackable action plans for how we should eat, age. We need that and perform better. I know. I'm excited. It's The cool thing about it is it's, it's cheaper and it's way more convenient than the traditional blood tests. Um, they include biomarkers that are key to performance. So, so information that we're not getting from traditional blood tests. Um, 
And I think my favorite part is that they're not just going to give us the data, but they're providing us with nutrition and lifestyle tips to help us take action and cut through the noise. Yes. I love that. Cause I feel like whenever I go to the doctor and I get blood tests, I have no idea what to do with them. Right. Exactly. Yep. And I don't, they don't apply to like whatever I'm doing. Um, and the good news is because they are a sponsor of the podcast, all of you all get 25% off their entire store. You just go yes. to insidetracker.com slash girls gone gravel. Change is an inside job. Start on the inside. You have been listening to the Girls Gone Gravel podcast. This podcast is edited and produced by the team at Live Feisty Media. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating. It really helps other women find the podcast. And be sure to follow us at Girls Gone Gravel on Instagram or Facebook.